We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is April 4th, 2022. Jonathan Osborne, my co-host Luke Sylvia, is back this week. Luke, what is going on, bro? Back. Back because my my baby is sleeping Lauren is home in case, you know, that changes if she wakes up or anything. Last week I was riding solo dolo, so um, Harper was up and just teething and would not stay down. So I, we, we, we had to, we tried to throw up the, the Kevin symbol, you know, in the sky, but Kevin wasn't available. And so, uh, you know, you had to, you had to do it by yourself, but you, you did good. You did hey, a good job. We, get, you know? we got it done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we do this, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. We we were talking about this in the group chat earlier because we we're like, oh, maybe we can get Kevin on, you know, on this podcast. And I was like, Kevin just doesn't, you know, that he he just doesn't feel like it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I know there are people out there like, oh man, I love the episodes that Kevin's on. You know, he has such great insight and you know has such a smooth, smooth you know, voice. It's like voice. a uh-huh. it's like a smooth jazz saxophone. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and those darn idiots at the Six Man Show, Jonathan and Luke, they don't want to let Kevin shine. You know, they don't want him to come on the podcast. We ask Kevin all the time. He's like, oh, I just don't want to. No. So hey, it is what know, it is. We love we, Kevin, but you know, we, just, we told uh, we told Kevin when we brought him on. We said we said we would you know we would love to have you join the team. Um, and and right off the bat, you know, we made it very clear that like we we'd like it to just you know stay Jonathan and I at least for now, whatever, do a two man thing, but have you on every now and then. But we had no idea how bought into the process Kevin already would be because yeah. we we like you said we try to have him on as a as a third host and he just he just doesn't have it he likes to edit and that's like what he would more so like to do track the analytics of the show and the downloads and views and all that kind of stuff he's a he's a nerd about all that and um oh and, my gosh yeah you know, we're, we're we're grateful for him we're grateful for kevin and we wish he would come on the show more so kevin as you're listening to this come on the show bud we'd love to have you yeah just you know it uh you know it it is what it is we we try and we try and we try and he's like nope and he finds it funny that we ask and he says no. So yeah. this this probably is not going to help our cause. No. no. Luke, you got some some big life news that I think um 
some some of the listeners might be a little bit excited about. I know I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, so Lauren and I, I can officially announce now that we've told pretty much all of our you know all of our close friends that that need to know and our family. Uh, we are making the move back to beautiful, sunny Florida. So uh, we will be making that move here um, probably in August. That's when our lease ends. Um, maybe July. Not sure yet. But uh, it means a lot for the, you know, in, in the case of what we can, you know, what I can do for the six-man show. It's killed me not to be a part of, you know, watch parties, things like that. We'd love to get a live recording of an episode, you know, wherever that might be. And uh, it's just very hard to do when I am thousands of miles away. Some would so, say impossible to do. Some would say impossible. Some would say impossible. And and we don't have the you know the facilities, the funds for for me to just fly in and and do stuff like that. So um, we're I mean we're pumped. You know we're we're excited yeah. um, to get Harper around her grandparents. We're obviously looking at you know expanding the family, building the family, um, and so that'll be big when that time comes for us as well. Just to you know be around the grandparents. My great or my grandfather Harper's great grandfather is in Ocala, which is where we'll be moving about an hour and a half from Orlando. Um, so yeah, so we uh, we're we're really pumped about it and excited to to share that you know more publicly as we go. I'm definitely pumped. Um, you know, I've been just kind of, you know, dropping little little nuggets, you know, over the last couple of years. Like, hey, man, you know, come on, come on back to the FLA. So you, you and you and my, you and my parent, our parents, and uh, have been at the forefront, you know, yeah. of the get get Luke to to Florida thing. So we're any time uh, that I can be in the same breath as as Ron and Teddy, I'm uh, I'm all for it. So yeah, 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 yeah. that's parents, awesome for sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we're we're pumped, excited for what it means for the show as well. Just, you know, yeah. maybe more more meetups in the future. Like I said, live recording would be a dream uh, to be able to do that occasionally. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe you and I end up in the same city eventually, you know? That's a potential. I w- I'm going to say, you know, once we're in our home, hopefully around July, August, yeah. I'm going to be about an hour and 40 from, you know, Orlando. So I'm hoping to be able to make that trip a bit more. So, and I mean, you know, Latina y Mas, like the, we already know there's going to be some more, more trips to Ocala. Ocala. So, Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, man, super, super excited for that pump for that. Very happy for you guys. Hey, if you're a realtor out there, you know, Luke's going to be looking for a place to live. So, you know, hit it's him true. up. It's yeah. true. All right, folks. Um, let's talk a little bit of NCAA, NCAA tournament real fast, Luke. I know there are people that, you know, don't, don't care about when we don't talk about the magic, but last night was like a historic collegiate mm-hmm. basketball game in the final four as, my UNC Tar Heels beat the Duke Blue Devils in the Final Four. It's crazy that UNC and Duke n- have never played in the NCAA tournament at all before yesterday, and it just happened to be in the Final Four. Coach K's last year, and I was definitely sweating that entire second half. Yeah, it just you know Duke was clearly the more talented, the bigger team, the faster team, the stronger team, and Caleb Love down the stretch was just like nah. We are winning this game, and it's just great because the Duke fans in my life, I can just hold this over their head for eternity. Yeah, like it's I mean, it's been statistically. When are you guys gonna meet in the tournament again? It's not gonna happen for a long exactly. time. Exactly, and like in the final four, nonetheless. Right. So, mm-hmm. it, it's just a incredible game. I mean, I just I know there are a lot of people that didn't have a rooting interest one way or the other, and just so many people were saying it was one of the best college basketball games they've ever seen. Yeah, it was, it was great to come game. out on the the winning end of that. And and what I will say, 
Armando Baycott struggles from the field, three of ten. Uh, gets to the line eight. You know, shoots for eight free throws though. Goes five for eight from the line. Uh, looked like he like tweaked his ankle or whatever it was down the stretch, and he ends up coming back into the game. Twenty one rebounds for Arma- yeah, Armando beast. Baycott. So him and and Caleb Love were just incredible. I mean, Armando, I mean, arguably should, and even Coach K said this to Armando after the game, that Armando should have won ACC Player of the Year. He yep. did not. Mm-hmm. But Armando has not had, like, a, a great tournament run for the Tar Heels so yeah. far. Go back to round one. You know, 17 and 10, 46% from the floor. 15 and 16, 40% double, double from the floor. Game. What's that? He's double-doubled every game. It's just his from the floor yeah he just hasn't been you know as efficient as he was in the regular season and you know in a couple of these games Uh, obviously you know last night but 21 rebounds is huge but like really um you know the first few games of this tournament armando's been steady but like brady manic and caleb love have just been and and brady kind of had a a rough shooting night last night but especially caleb love you know it was what 28 points in the second half against ucla i think it was 21 or 22 points in the second half last night against duke and it's just it's been a super fun tournament run. I know you and I talked right before the tournament started, and I was like, you know what, I'll be happy with like an elite eight or a you know sweet sweet sixteen berth, um, just because you know they were up and down a lot of the season, got hot at the end, and now you know Monday or when you guys are listening this, to to this tonight, um, they take on Kansas for the national championship game, and I'm definitely worried about the like emotional letdown, like you just beat your yeah. arch rival in the final four and now you've got to go play a super 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 good kansas team so we'll see what happens but i told you guys last night that winning that game last night was like in my heart the equivalent of winning like a national title like how would you feel if you guys beat fsu in the college football playoff to go to the national championship game yeah it's big it's almost as you know as good as winning a national championship so i know uh cole anthony is going to be excited for that game i know Wendell Carter was not happy about the way that that game ended, but that was a, that was a lot of fun. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's talk really quickly about our patrons. So uh, we have a, a group of great folks that help financially support the show, help us do what we do, um, you know, help us to, you know, do things like meetups and, you know, um, you know different events and, and stuff like that. Um, so we like to shout them out on every single one of our episodes. Uh, if you'd like to join this group of wonderful human beings, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show and subscribe to one of the three tiers that we have there. Uh, a special shout out to Rich Ammons, um, who has been supporting and listening to the show since day, literally since day one. Um, one of the you know first ever listeners of, of the six man show has always been supporting us and, and showing us love on Facebook over the last few years. So super, super big thank you to, to Rich. Uh, our newest patron actually this week. So thank you so much. And we'll go ahead and shout out the race, the rest of our patrons, uh, court cousins, Drew Gooden, Armin, Keith Garcia, Zico, Carson Tulo, Nathan Lynn, Ellis, Jonathan Borges, Norm L magic player history, Julio Bailey, Matt Lyman, Eric Segovia, Gabe Gaines, and Bo outlaw fan. Thank you guys so much. You guys are, are seriously, seriously awesome. All right, Luke, let's talk about the weekly state of the Orlando magic. Your Orlando Magic went 0 and 4 on the week with a 107 to 101 loss in Cleveland to the Cavaliers on Monday, a 127 to 110 loss in Washington to the Wizards on Wednesday, some W alliteration for you folks out there, a 102 to 89 loss to the Raptors at home on Friday, and a 118 to 88 loss to the Knicks at home on Sunday night. This week brings the Magic to a record of 20 and 59. They have the worst record in the Eastern Conference and the worst record in the NBA. They're tied with the Houston Rockets there. Uh, coming into Saturday, or Sunday rather, the Magic were 30th in offensive rating, 18th in defensive rating, 29th in overall net rating. Luke, since the All-Star break, the Magic are third in the NBA in defensive rating. Quick look at the injury report. Jonathan Isaac still out. Bull Bull out. Wendell Carter Jr. with the wrist sprain. Jalen Suggs with the ankle bone bruise. Franz Wagner uh, tweaked his ankle 20 seconds into the game Friday night against the Raptors, so he's out now. Um, Admiral Schofield is out. He's dealing with what they're calling a knee contusion. And now Cole Anthony played two minutes in tonight's game uh, against the New York Knicks. Then he left uh, with a a sprained big toe. So who knows if we're going to see any of these guys the rest of the season here. Just a little bit of magic news. Uh, Jeff Doughton's 10-day contract ended. And the Magic signed Devin Kennedy to a 10-day contract. If you remember Devin Kennedy, he had that nasty fall um, in injury last season, the dislocated uh, ankle, you know, kind of where he it was like almost like an open fracture. There was, you know, blood on the court and everything like that. And, you know, he spent the last year basically rehabbing and playing with the Lakeland Magic and is now back with the Orlando Magic. It is that time of year, Luke where we are looking forward to the NBA draft. Last night, we got to watch Paolo Bancaro against the UNC Tar Heels. And, uh, you know, there was nothing that Brady Manick could do to stop Paolo. There are folks that still have questions about whether or not he's going to be a you know, good or decent NBA player. And in my opinion, you watch this kid for five seconds, and you can tell that he's going to be just fine. Uh, so right now, again, the Magic do hold uh, the number one odds uh, for the top pick in the NBA draft. Uh, they sit atop Houston, uh, is playing right now, and I believe they are losing. So if that re- if that uh, result holds true, 
Then once again, yeah, they're down 124 to 102 to the Timberwolves with eight minutes to go. So the Rockets will most likely lose. They'll be 20 and 59 as well. So both of those teams, you know, we're potentially looking at a coin flip essentially uh, to see who is going to have the number one odds uh, or who is going to fall um, or who can fall less far, I guess we could say, Luke. But every week we go to tankathon.com. We run the NBA draft lottery simulator and we talk about the result uh, because the lottery really is a crapshoot. I run this every single day now. We've gotten tons of different results. We've ended up sixth a bunch, fifth. Last couple of days, we're finishing like second and third. So we run this once, and then we're going to go ahead and break down uh, the results here. So I'm going to sim the lottery. And the Magic fell to fifth, Luke. Uh, San Antonio jumps up eight spots to number one. Charlotte jumps 12 spots to number two. Sacramento jumps four spots to number three. Oklahoma City jumps or, or falls one spot to four, and we end up fifth with Houston finishing sixth. So, again, uh, that is is really not what we want. And in a mock draft, that would have us taking Keegan Murray, power forward out of Iowa, um, 26.5 points per game this season, the sophomore from Iowa. I know there are a lot of Magic fans that if we do end up dropping out of the top four, Keegan Murray is one of the guys that they would have their eye on, Luke. But, again, fifth is not where we want to end up. Yeah, I'd rather not. not rather not, not. not. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I uh, I will say, Jonathan, I I miss it. And when I say it, I mean I miss, I miss the the tank commander hat. To be honest with you, yeah. You put that to rest last year at the end of the year. Just you know, probably made you sick to look at. But it uh, it's 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 uh, been made it's been made very clear. You know, the Magic are doing anything and everything lose these games now they don't want to you know like like the uh title of last episode leave no doubt that the magic are gonna tank and get that you know one of those top picks but uh, you are so bored with this season you are yawning in the middle I'm of the podcast i've yawned a few times already so far um <laughs> yeah i uh i yeah i'm lottery is what it is all i know is i'm glad i had last year to learn from when it came to the lottery so like on lottery day, I won't like wake up feeling like it's Christmas, like you know, like I'm you know nervous but also excited. I'm just gonna be like nervous with no and like no vomit expectation. all over myself, nervous. Yeah, like no expectations. Yeah. I am not gonna go into it thinking the Magic are getting a top three pick. I just I'm just not gonna do it to myself. I think I'm gonna go into it thinking that we're gonna be screwed, and if it happens, be like, see, I told you, I knew this yeah. was gonna happen, and if it doesn't, Tank then I'll be pleasantly so. surprised. I mean, Tankathon has told us a lot of things, so yeah. uh, you might hear my daughter crying, and uh, that's because she woke up. So, teething. But we've got Lauren tonight, and she's a superhero, and so we can keep recording, Jonathan. I think I don't think it's teething. I think she's so upset about the magic season. She just can't and, sleep and because what of the magic it has come to this point. She's just like the magic sucks so bad. My dad has forced me to be a magic fan. I'm gonna be miserable for the rest of my life. I'm gonna protest sleep team. until they get yeah. the number one pick and rebuild this team. Poor, poor kid. Yeah. Strange, All right, really. folks. So for for the magic fans, um, you know that are listening to this podcast, I, I want to let you guys know. I'm prefacing this right now. The next segment we're gonna go into, I am going to clip it and upload it to YouTube, and it's gonna be labeled Raptors fans obsession with the Orlando Magic. Mm. So in a moment here, I'm going to welcome Raptors fans to the welcome. to the YouTube channel and to the podcast, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah. So I'd like to take a minute to uh, 
welcome, I guess, our, our, our frenemies. They're definitely not our friends, as they've made it very clear and very obvious, up north uh, from Toronto. Because I, didn't, I don't even really want to address this, but it, it's gotten to the point the last few days where I, I'm just really, I've got time. I've got time today. Yeah. So over the course of you know the last eight months or so, as many of you know, uh, as many of our listeners know, uh, last year at the draft we did like a whole vlog of you know p- what people thought who we were going to draft and who they wanted us to pick, and then we had live reactions inside of Amway Arena or Amway Center. Oh my goodness, Amway oh. Center. That's a throwback. Amway Center of when the Magic. Um, found out that Jalen Suggs was going to be available at five after the Toronto Raptors took Scotty Barnes number four, and then we drafted Franz Wagner. And since then, every now and then, we get a snarky comment from somebody saying, oh my gosh, well, this video aged really, really poorly because they're so ecstatic with like the 70 games that Scotty Barnes has played so far, and Jalen Suggs hasn't had you know the, the rookie season that we all have hoped that he would up to this point. Now, there's a lot of you out there, I would say the vast majority of Raptors fans that come, you know, to the to the channel, and like, oh, you know what, you know, we're happy that it you know worked out for us, and you know, if it you guys think that it worked out for you, that's great as well. But there was I don't even remember the kid's name on Twitter. Who first of all, if you're going to take somebody's content that they've went through the trouble of uploading and and creating for people, and you're going to post that to social media at any point, you should credit them. But second of all, and mostly, especially if you're going to try to troll them, meme them, and criticize them, if you're going to talk trash, tag us, please. We mm-hmm. would love, first of all, we would love more Raptors fans to come to our socials, to our YouTube channel, all of that, and give us hate. But it's We're just bored. a common courtesy. We're bored at this point. We want all the smoke. We need we it. We trash. need all the smoke. That's why we're doing this segment. Um, and I'm yeah. hoping that it's going to end up on the Raptor Reddit and. It's going to end up on you know Raptors fans' recommended pages. Why is this guy wearing a Magic jersey showing up on my recommended pages on YouTube? And 30 seconds in, they're going to be like, screw this guy. Yeah. So there was another guy, Luke, um, Aaron Rose. I'm calling out your name specifically because I remember your name. Aaron Rose, who I believe covers the Raptors for Sports Illustrated, if I'm not mistaken. He did the exact same thing, clipped it, uploaded it to his TikTok, and is like memeing on us. Because we were happy about... you know, This the, is the funniest thing you'll see. Yeah, like, whatever the case may be. First of all, again, tag us, give us credit. That video is monetized, by the way. You Don't make me hit clip. you with a copyright infringement. <laughs> okay? But this is the thing. This is what I really want to break down. Why do y'all care? Why do you guys care that we were excited to be able to draft Jalen Suggs, who at the time was a consensus top four talent in the draft? Okay? Yeah. We had gone through, you know, Jonathan Isaac and, and and Aaron Gordon and always having kind of these wonky power forwards who could play defense but didn't have much of an offensive game and all of a sudden we had a guy that has a still has a, still has a chance. I know you guys don't understand that. It's been, you know, 60 something games of Jalen Suggs' rookie year. He still has the potential to be a dynamic offensive player. The potential is still there. Scotty Barnes has been very good. We're very happy for you guys. We don't care about Scotty Barnes. You guys took your guy <laughs> at four. You should not care about how the next team feels. Do you think the Kings care that we are happy about Franz Wagner? <laughs> Do you think we care how the Kings feel about drafting Davion Mitchell? We don't. 
because we have normal functioning brains. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that you guys are like on our jock straps so hard about this. It is so perplexing to me. The best part of this, you guys won a title three seasons ago and you don't feel validated by your own title. It's the craziest, most bizarre thing in the world. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. You, you, the best part of it, Jonathan, is that there are so many videos and people, Magic fans, are starting to link it. And like that one, by the way, that, that tweet got like 1,300 likes when I saw it like five days ago. It's like It's got like 40,000 views. The guy on TikTok, <laughs> it's got like 40,000 likes. Yeah. My kids like... are trying to eat. We monetized that video. <laughs> Dude, the, the best part is that Magic fans have started to do this, and it's been awesome because I was like, am I misremembering? Or were, like, Raptors fans devastated oh gosh, that they please, took Scotty Barnes? thank you. Like, were, were they not devastated? And, 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 and everybody kind of validated that for me. They, they're posting, they're like, what about this, this, this? There are so many videos that Raptors fans put out there and have not taken down of themselves, like, reacting to picking Scotty Barnes and, like, head-in-their-hands type of reaction. Like, oh, no. You know, and it's like, I'm not, I listen, I'm not like crazy about Jalen Suggs. I, but, but what I am obviously who, who I like and who I'm passionate about is the Orlando magic and like what the Raptors fans are doing. Like, it's just like, it's, it's weird. Like I, I don't, I don't Luke, get it, but they are in the playoff race. Yeah. Like nobody is picking the Raptors to win the title this year, but if you're in the playoffs, you still you currently still have a chance to win the title. And you are worried about the team with the worst record in the NBA. Yeah. What are y'all doing? The best part is, Luke, I don't have any ill feelings about Scotty Barnes. Even though we wanted Jalen Suggs more, Scotty Barnes is a fantastic player. You guys should be happy about that. <laughs> Just focus on that, that you have that guy. Don't focus about the guy that the team that picked after you was happy to get. Now, did I think that from day one, Jalen Suggs was going to be better than Scotty Barnes? Yeah. And guess what? We were wrong about that. But it's one season in their career. I promise you, this is this story is not over. Okay? Mm. There is going to be plenty of time to revisit this for years to come. Okay? And Jalen in Toronto, and they're chanting, Scotty's better when we took him after Scotty. It doesn't make sense, y'all. It's just it like doesn't they're, make they're, sense. they're doing it. They're, they're doing those things and chanting those things because they can't believe it. Like they didn't think in any universe that Scotty would be better than Jalen Suggs. That's why they were devastated on draft night. And that's why they're now just trying to validate like he's better. It's like, yeah, right. Right now, I, I absolutely agree. He's better. But like you, it just doesn't make sense for all the reasons you've listed, obviously. But, uh, you know, it. It is what it is, and I think we're gonna have fun with the with the Scotty stuff. And you know what the best part is, Jonathan? The best part. I'm gonna tell you what the best part is. <laughs> I would rather have Franz still. I, I would say. still rather have Franz Wagner. Suck it. <laughs> Suck the schnitzel, fam. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Leave us alone. You. It's it's perplexing. It's pathetic. I hope you came to this. I hope you got trolled for five or six minutes, however long we talked about this. I hope it ruined your day. Leave <laughs> us alone. Canadians are supposed to be friendly, and they're so toxic. Yeah. Not all of them, but y'all Raptors fans who are obsessed with Orlando, just go somewhere, all right?
Yeah, unless somewhere. you're Canadian and your name is named Oscar and you're on the Magic Report. Oscar's Oscar's a real one. Oscar he, knows we're not talking about he's him. A, he's a, he he's a he falls in the category of of loving Orlando. So yeah. we we appreciate Oscar. Shout out to Oscar braving the 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 hostility in Canada against the Magic. It's just I I hope you're I hope you're doing okay up there, Oscar. They just can't get over DZ Augustine's game winner in game one. Yeah, I can't either. They won the title, and they just—they're like, I can't believe we lost Game One against the Orlando Magic. <laughs> We're gonna hate them for the rest We're of eternity. Forever. We hope Orlando gets burnt to the ground. Hey, <laughs> hey, unreal. Oh well. All right, we still gotta talk about Toronto because we freaking lost to them uh, <laughs> Friday night. Let's talk about that, Luke. Which, by the way. 102 to 89 for a vast majority of this game the game was close and mm. we had a bunch of g-leaguers out there mm. like goodness gracious franz wagner folks for those of you that don't know uh 20 seconds into the game he's actually guarding scotty barnes steps back tweaks his left ankle leaves the game does not return um he we're not going to see him for the rest of the season uh but devin kennedy makes his uh season debut for the magic uh, there was a lot of Ignis Brezdakis in this game, a lot of Moritz Wagner, a lot of Admiral Schofield, Luke. This is just like, I, I was just sitting there watching this game, and I was completely miserable. And I'm sure there are some Toronto fans that might be happy to hear that, but I was just completely miserable because we're at the point of the season, Luke, where, sure, we could sit here and, and, and we can break down you know these games. We can we can look at the box score and we can say, you know, the, the Magic... Yes, they they shot better, you know, from the floor, you know, than than the Toronto Raptors. Yes, they out rebounded the Toronto Raptors in this game. But then when shot you look at the nineteen well. turnovers to ten, yeah, the Magic shot better in this game. Uh, you still lose the game. We could sit down and we can break down all of this. But the the minutes that we're currently allocating the guys and the way that the you know we're playing and the guys that we're choosing not even to play in these games, to me, it is not worth the energy that it would take us to go through and discuss these games in great detail. We are just at the point of the season where the magic are in full on tank mode. have just turned it all the way up to 100 and they are trying to lose these games. Um, And, and to their credit, you know, Detroit has won a couple of games this week. Um, You know, we still got a good cushion between us and OKC. If Houston can win a game, you know, the, the last stretch here, the Magic are, are are you know have a really good chance, Luke, to end up with the the top odds, and at that point they could fall you know no lower than five in the in the lottery. I think and yeah, and are, are we done talking about these games? Right, like we're we're probably done or what? What are you wanting to go into any more detail about them? I'm not gonna. T- we we don't have to talk about the Raptors game like at length, but you know I I do. We kind of need to dabble in the Knicks game from tonight. That's fine. Like that's you, fine. What do you I, want me I'll, to do? Hey, fam, we lost all the games this week. Season's over. You guys start your vacation early. I, no, we still need people to listen to the podcast. I, I, I understand, but you know, we 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 we've given them stuff so far. Anyway, I before we get into the next, right? I wanted to say, um, like you said, it looks like right now, like the Magic are have a great shot of obtaining like the you know the worst record in the NBA. Uh, I'm gonna go and say that Houston and Orlando are both going to lose out. Um, if you look at who the Rockets are playing, I think if, if, if Houston is trying to lose games, they're going, they're going to do so. They play Brooklyn, they play Toronto and they play Atlanta. So I I think that they've got a better shot of winning one of those games than the magic do down the stretch for sure. But, uh, I I think that going down into it, you know, the magic, as long as the magic lose out, I believe 
they'll have a fish like they'll be the lowest they'll be tied at the very least right like we can't finish higher than the the rockets if we lose out right so i think that uh i think that it'll probably come down to houston or orlando both losing out having the same record um whatever that record will be uh yeah 20 and 62 so um yeah i it's just a it's a fun time you know while while I'm not a fan of like the tanking and like just being in pure agony over the wins that this team would have near the end of the year, um, it is nice to see that like the terrible year that we have kind of crawled to the finish line with can result in you know the the best I possible. I feel like we're being drugged to pick. the finish line. Yeah, we're just. I feel like both of our ankles our are are tied to the back of the Orlando Magic, and they're just like mm-hmm. dragging us through the mud. Yeah, because this we're not getting to the end of this this season willingly. This season was fun up until what, like two months, month and a half, month and a half, maybe. Yeah, like probably like the last two months have not been particularly fun. Because when, the like, beginning of the season was fun. Like those games were fun. You, you yeah. didn't want to miss a game. You wanted to see all these guys. But since like injuries, the Magic have kind of been like just deciding not to bring guys back or whatever. Me, you know, maybe an extended period of time for these injured guys. It's just not been as fun, especially the last two months. Probably like post All Star break, like yeah, I think that's probably where it stopped being fun. Like, and we were hoping that like All Star weekend like would be fun of the way through. Yeah, yeah, and like as soon as Cole Anthony brought out the Tims, we were like, okay, <laughs> this isn't going to be as as fun as we thought. And like as soon as he got eliminated, I shut it off. But uh, yeah, it's been a definitely been a rough season to to, to say the least. And it's it's really just it's crazy to see the magic just being so blatant with it at this time. And what's crazy is it wasn't, I mean, we, we had some questions, you know, we've been saying this all season, like, did we lose this game on purpose or was it operator error? Like what is Mosley doing kind of thing. But now it's like, this is the time of year where everybody gets super blatant with it. So the magic are like, all right, well, I guess we've got to play ball too. And now they're just like, we're going to sit everybody. If you, you sneeze, you're you're out, you know, for for the rest of the season at this point, which really sucks. I mean, this is the last thing I guess we can say about the Raptors game. Like Franz going out playing twenty seconds in that game, and I put up a poll right after the game. I was like, I just want to get everybody's feelings on this. I knew how I felt about it, but I was like, we we're not going to see Franz the rest of the season, are we? And I'm scrolling back through our Twitter uh, just to to see kind of how that ended up, how the the result of uh that poll ended and i'm having a tough time finding it but i know like after 10 minutes or whatever it was like 85 percent of the vote everybody thought that he was going to be out the rest of the season and it sucks you know he had played what 77 78 games up to that point and he's so close to completing the iron man which yeah. guys you know it's a it's a big deal to do that in the nba in general but especially as a rookie to do that and i just have a sneaking suspicion that if he had to go, he'd be able to go right now. And the Magic, obviously, this part of the year, the the priority should be to get guys to the offseason healthy, you know, for us. Yeah. But it just sucks that he was really, really close to being able to do that. And now we're just like, nah, nah, fam. Like, you're going you're gonna to sit the rest of the season. Yep. All right, Luke. Let's go ahead and break down this, this Knicks game uh, just a little bit because – it was fun for like the first uh like let's see like 21 minutes the first like 21 
of this game was, was pretty fun. Seconds to the point. No, 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 no. no. Cole well, went I mean, out. <laughs> Cole went out. Hey, give him some credit. He was out there for two thirty-eight before they yanked him. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's another one that I think you know if he had to go, could go. But no, like the first twenty-one minutes of this game were fun and it was close. And then the Knicks go on like a nine to nothing run the last couple of minutes of the first half. Um, the Magic are down, I believe, ten at the half. And then within like nine minutes of the third quarter, the Magic are down twenty, and yeah. like just it, it it got to thirty, and you know basically the the game ends up um, you know a thirty point loss for the Magic. But Ignis Brezdakis thirty seven minutes in this game for Iggy. Um, Devin Kennedy, 30 minutes, Moritz Wagner, 28 minutes, Robin Lopez played 18 minutes in this game. Uh, Cole Anthony, like you mentioned, yanked after two minutes and 38 seconds. We only see 20 minutes of Chuma Okiki in this one. And that just kind of all goes to show you like the, the tank was on now for the Knicks, you know, this game doesn't really matter for the Knicks either as now they've been eliminated from playoff contention, but you know, they still, Played pretty hard. Evan Fournier had a, a wolf of a game stinker. against the Magic. Uh, yeah, he had a had a stinker tonight, but it's good to see Evan back at Amway. R.J. Barrett, uh, twenty seven points. Is R.J. Barrett good? I like every time I feel like the answer is yes. Then he has like a two month stretch where I'm like the answer is no, and I feel like now we're in that stretch again that like the answer is yes right now. Like I know specifically after the All Star break, he's been averaging pretty close to twenty five a game. And yeah. you and I talked about this. We let's talk about the Knicks for just a moment here. They just it's like which way do they go? Cuz you know the signing of, you know, Julius Randle or the extension whatever it was, you know, it says win now, but now it seems like they're just not a good team even with Julius Randle healthy. So do you just like I mean, you you signed Evan Fournier, you're probably not going to be able to move him off of that deal. But do you just go all in on like the R.J. Barrett, Quentin Grimes, like Emmanuel quickly, Obi Toppin group, and you know just kind of tank and or you know try to accumulate some assets and see what you can do, or do you in typical Knicks fashion be like, oh, we're just one star away, and you talk yourself into you know signing LeBron James after the end of next season or or something like that, like they always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they yeah they've got a weird a weird dynamic. I mean, like you said, it's you, you don't really know where you should go. Um, I think they need to address their point guard struggles, right? I know that you know. I have, obviously I have talked about them before. I've got Knicks fan friends. Very, they are very frustrated seeing Alec Burks run the point guard position. Um, Burks played good well tonight, by the way, though nineteen seven and six um, had a good game. Manuel quickly is he going to be the point guard of, of of the Knicks future with thirty or twenty ten and ten tonight? I don't know that that's the case. I don't know what they do. They've got some interesting ways that they can go. But yeah, Jonathan, you talked about it. Julius Randle, man, he's got he just signed his extension or whatever. He signed his extension um, this year is making nineteen, but next year is the start where he's making twenty three, then twenty five, then twenty seven, then twenty nine. That is not easy to get off your books. Some would like, say impossible. Someone's I mean, especially with that increasing, right? Year over a year by two million. And he's not a free he's not a free agent until twenty twenty six. I mean, if you're a Knicks fan, I, I just feel like that would make you sick. Like he and it and it's not like from a statistical standpoint, Julius Randle has not like it doesn't look bad, 
But if you watch Julius Randle play, he there's just games where he doesn't care. Like he he takes forever to get to the other end of the court. He's not maximizing his opportunities, and uh, it's crazy to think that the Julius Randle that we saw last year essentially just backpack the Knicks uh, to a four seed and then disappear in the playoffs. He's not been the same. He disappeared. Trey Young owns MSG, and that was that. And then we, I mean, it's it, it's crazy to me that, they, that you know, the now the Knicks look at themselves as being eliminated in the worst spot, and I believe in the NBA, right? Like, you're not bad enough to get a top pick, and you're not good enough to make the playoffs. Not even good enough to make the play in. And you just signed your guy to an extension where he's going increasing by $2 million year over year. The Knicks are in a terrible position. And they luckily they've got RJ gonna, Barrett. But I want to jump in here. I want to I want to make our our Knicks friends feel a little bit better here. So next year John Wall is going to be making 47 million dollars. 2023-2024, uh let's see are there any crazy bad contracts? Jimmy Butler's going to be making 45 million dollars. Gross. Rudy Gobert 41 million dollars in 2023-2024. 2024, 2025. Let's see. Jimmy Butler, $48 million. <laughs> Gross. Let's see. 2025, 2026. Again, Jimmy Butler, $52 million. My goodness. They're going to have 80 something million dollars between Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo in 2025, 2026. In 2026, 2027. Michael Porter. All right, that's not that's not that bad, but man, there are some there are some bad contracts out there. There's some stuff to to really feel bad about. Uh, move it. Oh my gosh, 2025-2026, Rudy Gobert, forty six million dollars. Good grief! I hope the cap keeps going up for some of these teams because some of those are gross. But hope hope the Knicks feel better about uh, Julius Randle with some of the contracts I just laid out because some of these teams are going to be uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, rough off. It seems like so. All right, Luke. Um, yeah, let's talk about the week ahead. The last week of the season. Uh, you know, we're 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 just kind of trying to get to the finish line here. Tuesday, at home versus the Cavaliers, seven o'clock. Thursday, you're at Charlotte, the last road game of the season. That game's at seven o'clock, and then Sunday, April tenth, at home versus Miami. The the time for that game has still not been announced. Uh, we're waiting to find out when that's going to be. I would like to go to that game, um, but yeah, just kind of waiting to see. When the the last game of the or what time the last game of the season is going to be? That's so, going to be fan appreciation night at Amway. I, I'm just going to say, zero and three, but I want to take this. Oh and this, three, yeah, I want to take this this FaceTime that I've got right now to to give a shout out to some to to somebody that I miss, that I miss on the court, Jonathan. It's been six long hard games since I've seen Gary Gary Harris Harris. They're, been that long? They're holding my dog out. And I miss him. And I don't think we're seeing him the rest of the year. They were doing that whole, like, Gary misses, then T. Ross misses, and then then Gary Harris misses, and then T. Ross. Now it's just like, Gary's just done. They they said Gary's too good for the tank. Well, before tonight, Terrence missed the last... Few. Uh, okay. No, wait. It was like alternating almost. Yeah. Yeah. But Gary's been out uh, a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Gary hasn't. Well, you played. might not ever see Gary again, which okay. is the right. unfortunate oh. thing. I Listen, mean, I, we're, I, I mean, I'm just saying anyway, we don't know. 
I don't think it's. In, I listen. I and I'll say I have warmed up to the idea of him coming back, but there is well, the chance that we've seen the last of him in Welcome a magic aboard. uniform. I all I'm saying, the Magic haven't won a game since they beat the Warriors, and Gary Harris was on the floor. That's all I'm saying. He's just he's like he's too good. I'm not he's, I'm not on like the 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 Gary Harris bandwagon. I'm like the guy hanging on the back of the garbage truck. Like I can jump off anytime that I want. Kind of thing. Like I'm just, I'm just kind of seeing how it goes. You're a fair weather Gary Harris fan. Uh, yes, that that is accurate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. If you have listened to any podcasts this season, even if it's only been like thirty percent, I think you you could tell that I'm a fair weather Gary Harris fan. Yeah. I mean, you know, if he's playing well, I love him. If he's not, get off my team. I think you kind of feel like that about anybody, though. Right, but also you know I mean? like you know, Gary was was. Was not doing well to start the year, and then he was just playing his little heart out. You know yeah. those corner threes; they're for sure every Love time. Corner three, they're, they're like fifty percent. So they're good every time. I just want him as like every just other a, time, but that's still a lot. Yeah, that's fine. And and I want him on the team as like just the uh, you know veteran as he gets older as well, has winning experience in Denver. I just I want I would love to keep him on the team just for him to knock down threes. Uh, and, and be a, a voice in the locker room. I would love to see him. So, Gary, if you're listening, I miss you, buddy. He's definitely and, not listening. He he <laughs> put this in his blocked podcast list months ago. <laughs> definitely doesn't listen. Yeah. You wanted to shout out someone from your, uh, your oh, NCAA yeah, 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 tournament yeah, 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 uh, group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my uh, buddy, Sean uh, Petronak, he uh, is going to win our March Madness uh, tournament. He uh, very... Um, nicely is giving, you know, told me to keep some of the money, um, you know, do, you know, just as a gift, just as a, you know, you're moving to Florida, a lot of big things happen in your life. I want you to you kind of hold on to that. So that was nice. So shout out to Sean. Uh, and then he said, I also want to shout out on the six man show. And I said, I know a guy I can do that. I apologize, Sean. I didn't do this earlier. I'll I'll let you know in the minute mark. I don't know if Sean actually listens to the podcast or if he was just saying that. So I'll be sure to send him. You know, this is the minute mark it happened. The but, lesson, uh, the lesson for everyone here is if you want a shout out, we can be bribed. We can. So we you can, can be hit bribed. Us up, cash up, but, Venmo, whatever you want. But you but want but, but I also I, I shout outs for sale. I can't bring up Sean without getting a dig in here. Um, I I will say this, and Sean, this is directed right at you. Anybody else it applies to. The University of Central Florida Knights have never won a national championship. Oh my god. That's we all. just lost we just lost thousands of <laughs> listeners. Thousands. Alright, folks, that is going to do it for us. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys are listening to the Six Man Show, and we will catch you guys next time. Franz better. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!